0: I'm Caitlin. This is your podcast about working it out.
1: Woo. It's about all things fitness hosted by two people who are not fitness experts.
0: Well, one of us is a therapist and it's not me, but I like to pretend.
1: <laughs> we like to pretend a lot of things on yeah. on this podcast.
0: Sure. Yeah, like pretending we're okay, which is what we're going to talk about today. Which you shouldn't pretend you're okay. That's actually not a great way to function. But you know what? We all do it because we're all, you know, in capitalist in a capitalist society. And I'm assuming that you're, if you're listening that you're American. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're maybe you're in the Nordics and like living your best ass life with free healthcare. So <laughs>
1: good, oh, for you. good for you. If you are, please hit us up. Let us know if it's as amazing as it sounds.
0: Yeah, I'm single and looking to move out of the country. So willing to go to you,
1: oh, <laughs> you know, have we talked about how we want to move out of the country someday? Really? Oh. Just, yeah, why not? You know, just try something new.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I feel like I would miss my family. I visit my family a lot, and that's the only thing.
1: That's what's keeping us from not pursuing it more seriously. Mm -hmm. Or like right now, we're sort of like, oh, Canada would be cool because that would be not further away from our families necessarily not that much further away right
0: away although are we even like allowed there now I don't think
1: so are we I think as of this recording the border with Canada is open if you are vaccinated and can show a negative COVID test 72 hours before you enter the country
0: Interesting. Wow. Yeah. As of this recording, yesterday is when the federal government announced that everybody, every company with a hundred plus employees, uh, there have to make their employees be vaccinated. Which I think uh, is a huge step in this whole situation so yeah maybe we'll be moving to a new country soon (laughs) all of us um but yeah you know what makes you want to move to a new country stress caitlin
1: oh my gosh i know i'm so glad that's what we're talking about today and i'm so glad we are talking about it because i think it is the cause of so much illness Mm -hmm. like we've talked on this podcast a lot about how diet culture puts a lot of chronic illness squarely on the, you know, they lay the blame at the feet of, you know, quote unquote bad food and fast food and people not exercising and quote unquote um, obesity. Right. So diet culture is like, that's what's killing us but I don't know, man, the more I learn in my intuitive eating certification and the more I sort of learn about weight stuff and our health, the more I really, really think that stress has so much to do with our health.
0: A thousand percent. And I think, I mean, I feel like, or at least doing like the work of it the work, doing the work. I don't, I don't know why I'm talking about myself. Like I really hate when, um, artists or when actors and like comedians are like the craft the work and it's like (laughs) oh god get over yourself anyway (laughs) and doing like the trying to understand you know intuitive eating or like intuitive movement because you know I was raised as a little like army robot to just like work out for galleries um but doing that kind of thing and really just understanding that oh like movement is a stress reliever for me. And that, that is, um, something that I need has been good, but something that we were talking about is like, but what do you do when you are really stressed, but also that is causing you to feel tired all the time and probably not maintain like a a diet in the way that you feel best, right? Like not, not eat intuitively. Cause you're just kind of like, Oh, like blindly just like shoving anything into your mouth. Cause you're just stressed. You're not like mindful about anything. And, and then the stress causes you to kind of like, I don't know, not have enough time to, to do your, your workouts or whatever. And then you kind of stop for a while. And then like, it's even harder to get back on the horse it's so it's just like this downward, like get back on the horse. I hate like that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, well, if you fell off the horse, you were bad or whatever, but that's not true. It's just like, well, I don't know. Sometimes like the horse needs to sit, <laughs> the horse needs to sit down and you're sitting with the horse, like, like for medical issues. Right. Like, and especially, you know, this past year or this past two years, people have been having a lot of medical issues, especially if you've had COVID, um, with like long lasting effects, but any kind of medical or like this big life event stress or anything kind of puts a stop to physical activity. I think at times for me, at least I'm really talking from a personal place. And then I'm like, Oh, you know, what would actually make me feel better is doing this. Like, Oh yeah, I feel better when I do this. Like when I like ride my bike or when I walk or whatever but I cannot get myself to do it because I'm so stressed out and I'm so tired and I feel so overwhelmed. And when I finally can get myself motivated enough for like feeling like I want to do it to make myself feel better, it's harder because I've had so much time away from it. So it's just like this, yeah, it's like this like spiral of negativity.
1: Yeah. Well, what I... What I think is really important, right? Like the thing that I'm hearing from you, and I'll also say that I've heard from a lot of clients is that the starting point is the stress and the result is a real struggle in your ability to take care of yourself by means of exercise, and eating intuitively, and getting enough rest. And what I really want to highlight, because what that triggered for me was remembering in the past when I would be so stressed out, but rather than acknowledging there's something about my situation that's untenable, and I need to look at the situation, whether it's work or my relationship, but I would put all of that energy and focus on my diet and myself. So I just want to sort of pause and highlight, right? If you are a person who has struggled with weight, with eating, with maintaining a consistent exercise. And one of the main reasons is I'm so stressed out and I don't have enough time I think it's really important that we like look at that as the root of the problem rather than, well, what if you just were more efficient with your time? Or what if you just woke up earlier and got less sleep, Um, which I know like isn't even totally addressing all of the things that you were saying, but I think it's something that we like it for whatever reason, I think it's hard for us to recognize, wait a minute, like the problem starts with the overwork. It's not, it's not you, you know?
0: Right. And like, there are so many people who, I guess I don't even know what you would call them. Like just the soup, like, I don't know, the woman who's perfect at Equinox every day, like, and I don't know, has 800 kids and also like a crazy job and whatever. But there's like, there's people like that who like are just functioning at this high capacity
1: I go, those people are very, very wealthy.
0: Oh yeah. So those people are more wealthy. There is that. And um, she has
1: eight kids, but she might not be parenting them because she has a live-in nanny. If she's at Equinox every day, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So like with the, the wealth and equity even taken out of the equation, there's like that person in your life who you were like, how are they so perfect? but it's, I also think that that person, you have a crashing point. You know what I mean? Like they're going to have a breakdown, like they're going to break at some point. And that's also such like a common, I know someone who was working a very stressful, like Manhattan, like finance job. And, and she's talking about it like very publicly. So I feel comfortable talking about, I won't say her name, but someone that I know who had like a like a a mental, like a a breakdown, like had to, like it physically manifested. It got to the point where it physically manifested in her body. And she was like doing all the stuff. She was like, you know, miss perfect, going to work, going to the classes and, and yeah, making a good amount of money, I think, but like, yeah. At what cost? Like, and it's not, it's not sustainable. And that's why I also think like, when we talk about, you know, diet and like, whatever, I'm not an expert. I'm truly not the expert here. This is just my, my fake ass opinion. (laughs) But, um, but that's why I think when we talk about diet culture and, uh, you know, yeah. Placing the blame on yourself when it's like, no, but you're like, you're, I don't know. You're up against a lot. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I truly think uh, overworking out is the new cocaine of the finance world. Everyone I know who works in finance has told me that like, yep, there is a high percentage of people here. Everyone is training for Iron Man's like, <laughs> no, you know, I don't know if that's true. If you work in finance, that's just my theory right now that like training for iron mans is the new cocaine of the finance world. It's what brings all of the dudes together. Let me know if this is correct. I might be way off, but
0: I think it's like, that is the new cocaine, but they're also still doing cocaine. <laughs> it's, it's my maybe take on this <laughs> solution. Yeah. But
1: that's, that's a really good point too. Right. So there's, there's two things when you're sort of looking at people who like, quote unquote, have it all and you're comparing yourself to them, right? There's a few possibilities. One is like, they're not really doing it all. There's someone who has maybe a lot of wealth and they don't have to work full time or work more than full time, right? The number of people in this country who work over full time is pretty nuts, um, So that's one possibility, or you're right. Another possibility is a crashing point. Like I started really, I wanted to talk about this. I started really, really thinking about like how stress affects us so deeply after a recent visit back to New York city, where we brought our new puppy Coco, who's right here. You might hear some of uh, her playing playfulness in the background. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Woof, woof. Oh my God. Oh, she's so perfect. But here's the thing. So we took her to New York city. It was her first big trip. She's like eight months right now. And she was like six at the time. She wasn't spayed yet. That's not important. Anyway, uh, we, we took her and she was pretty good, but it was a stressful place. And we had a party. One of our last nights there, Mego, you were there. We had people I over to invited
0: everyone. I was invited.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mega, Mega was invited and it was awesome. And it was so great. And everyone got to meet Coco and she was really cute, but she was stressed out at the party. It was the most she had ever been around people. And she gets nervous when she meets people at first, the next day, was this the next day? It was like the next day she took the weirdest, biggest shit I had ever seen her take. Like it was, I mean, it, this is like burned in my brain. Like I was like, what's wrong with my dog? Why is there so much, there was like mucus. It was this weird color. It was so huge. I was like, this is insane. But then she was fine, you know, whatever. And then the day after that, she de- she woke up with an intense kennel cough. Like I thought she was choking to death. We took her to like an emergency vet. And they were like, no, she just has a cough. Sometimes it happens. Has she been around dogs? And we were like, no, not really. Like just walking around on the streets of New York City. And then we were looking it up. And one of the main causes of kennel cough is like stress from travel for dogs. And I was like, oh, stress can make a dog physically sick. And it's like a dog doesn't have any pretense. Dogs can't fake it. You know, dogs aren't like trying to get out of work or out of a test, like- <laughs> themselves, yeah. Yeah, they're not judging themselves. They're just like feeling the stress and then the stress affects their body and then their body gets physically ill. And it's like, that's the same thing with humans. But I never would say that about myself in the past. You know, like if I was like stressed out and got sick, I would never have made that connection. I just would be like, wow, what's wrong with me that I didn't take care of myself better? And it's like, that's not it. <laughs> like, wow, you know? yeah. Well,
0: yeah, because even that is that is really crazy because like even those perfect quote unquote or perfect in your eyes people. I don't know, taking care of doing Coke and you know, running on Iron Man and like running on zero sleep and probably like, I don't know, drinking too much Red Bull is not really taking care of yourself. Like you're not actually addressing your your stress issues. And that's so true. Like when, yeah, like when you know, cats travel and they just get so stressed out that they like throw. Animals are just like the purest form of that. I do feel like it's just not talked about that much. And like, especially this past like two years I think that's been such a huge thing and like not only have we all been stressed our ways of eliminating that stress are not as accessible um so then it's just kind of like this big you're just this big ball of whatever and then it accumulates and you you can't maintain your your day to day routine that you that you know makes you feel good or like um I mean yeah, it's like yeah do we all make choices where we stay up late because we want to have fun with our friends or whatever, and like is that a good choice in the moment, like yeah, sure, you want to have fun and then like you pay for it later, but like yeah, we do all make those choices, but at the bare bones of it like i don't make i mean I guess I make the choice to live in f in New York City, but like <laughs> When I take the subway, I don't make the choice to feel stressed out by everything that I walk by. Like, you know, when you get, I feel like I felt like this, this in the city or with like a stressful job or just any stressful situation, you get like the end of the day and your shoulders are like up to your neck. And you're like, I've been clenching everything all day. Like, it physically manifests in your body. So, like, if you're doing that and it physically manifests in that way and you kind of don't realize, or you stop breathing properly, um, then like, of course it can manifest in sickness as well. Um, and yeah, and making you again, not be able to stick to kind of like a good routine for yourself.
1: Yeah. Do you remember, like, I remember reading or, and like loving sort of like, sort of like sense and sensibility like
0: uh oh god oh, I really thought you were gonna say eat pray love oh. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah Caitlin loves eat pray love <laughs> or like
1: Dickens books like just like old-timey books and I feel like there was always a character who was sickly like there was always one sickly character
0: oh and yeah and
1: then it was like at some point in the books too yeah like at some point in the book yeah like the sickly character just like goes to the country for like a month and then they come back and they're better. Right. (laughs) I had a, like, I've been thinking about that recently where I'm like, maybe they were on to something like maybe when we're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. And like, I'm not eating healthy and I can't exercise and like, Oh no. Like instead of being like, there's something wrong with me or bad, you know like i should just try this next diet or be better at my exercise plan it, it really might be important to say i think you just need to rest like go to the countryside like
0: go to the sea i feel like i kept saying that after i had covid i was like <laughs> because i left the city and literally went to the beach i was like I was like i feel like i'm i am that character going to the sea <laughs> to get better and it honestly did help a lot um to like be near water and natural stuff but yes also I think I saw this the other day and it was probably some awful like dumb inspirational meme that was like <laughs> but I think it's true <laughs> like when When a flower is not blooming in its environment, you don't blame the flower. You take the flower out of that environment and put it into a better environment for it. And then the flower can thrive, which sounds very, (laughs) like you know, (laughs) Instagram that I like, I like live and breathe those those (laughs) things, but it's effing true. Like. If, if we're taken out of the environment of stress, but it, I feel like in a day-to-day, well, here's where, here's where you being a therapist comes in, is like in your day-to-day, how do you do that if you can't afford to leave or you physically can't leave or you are in a situation that you're, you know, that's uncomfortable, but like it's dangerous to leave or, you know, just like anything like that, like how do you reduce your stress levels? Like what, what, what would you tell someone
1: therapist, Caitlin? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, honestly, you know, I sort of think there are two, two really important lens to look through, you know, in this, there is the personal work of stress relief and it is work, right? You mentioned, Sometimes you really want to go and party with your friends. But I heard this one quote in my intuitive eating training that I really, really liked, right? That sometimes the hardest boundaries to set are boundaries against the things that you want to do. So there's the personal work in taking care of yourself through stress, which is saying, I know that my body is really, really stressed. I'm going to give myself a weekend where I'm not going to party. I'm not going to see many friends, if that's draining for you, right. I'm really going to rest. I'm going to rest and relax, take hot baths, like sit with a heating pad, breathe deeply. I mean, like, you know, relaxed as fuck, blah, 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 blah. You know, you can sort of do that type of work, but I honestly think it's really important to recognize the macro context of this, you know? And so for many of us, that means, you know, being at least marginally or a little bit involved in, you know, some form of activism or community work that's working to address the conditions that keep us really stressed out. Right. You know, like for my situation personally, There was a level of stress involved with Diego, you know, accepting a new job or finding a new job because that's how we were going to get affordable health insurance, right? So like when work is tied to your survival, that makes it really hard to set boundaries with work because there's a power differential there. So, so yeah, that's not like a, a clear answer and let's, we can go into you know, sort of like those two things, like a little bit more in depth. But I think it's important to just like really, really keep remembering there is a macro context here. There's a part of this where I have agency and I can absolutely do some work and do some things to help alleviate my own stress. And there are other parts of this that is the environment. And either I just acknowledge that and that's enough, Or, you know, at some point I connect with people who are working to change it. Um, you know, yeah. Maybe when I'm not so stressed, maybe when I come out of this, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's that's
0: for sure. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it is like, I was, I was like at a point where I was so stressed like a couple months ago that I was like, I was talking to my therapist and, She was like, well, can you do something like, can you set a routine for yourself that will make you like, look forward to the end of the night? Or like, it's like time with yourself to reflect or like, you're using a nice lotion or something that you look forward to. And I was like, even the idea of having this like home, this stress relief homework is making me, I was like, I can't even process that. Like, so I think when you're at that point, it's like, it's so hard to do the work and maintain um your maintain your life as you have been so it's like you have to like I don't know it's like you have to you have to relinquish some things but then also yeah a lot like it's also tied to your livelihood so and that's like I think that's where most I mean there's so many things that cause stress but I do feel like jobs are probably, like, one of the biggest ones that cause a lot of stress. But also just, like, tying that so much into your identity can cause, it's, like, there's so many different levels of that, like, stress of am I going to make my rent, stress of can I afford to eat, stress of, you know, like, all of those levels, but then also the stress of, like, if I can't do this well, then I'm not, I'm not, you know, achieving or actualizing my own goals or reality or, you know, and yeah, just right now we're not in a place where the baseline, the, like the finish or the starting line is like, even like the starting line is, there's no like, well, I mean, I think life is like this. There's no, there's no starting line where everyone is on the even starting line. Like but like, I think recently in the past two years, it's just become clear that like the starting line is like, I'm over here and then you're five miles away. And then like, we just don't know where the path is going because we don't know what the next six months are gonna hold. And and it's just that constant unknowing and not knowing. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like with the winter, I feel like I've a lot of friends have just felt very depressed and uh, stressed out with like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to leave my house this winter, which is like a, you know, like that's completely out of our control. Like you don't have personal control over that. So then trying to deal with that stress on top of, it's just, I feel like the world should have just like stopped and we all should have gotten paid to just stop for six months because it's too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, uh, oh, I know I agree. What's yeah. I, I have something to say off the record, but I'll say it to you off the record. <laughs> uh, yeah. How did you like, how do you sort of, how do you know when you're really stressed out? Cause sometimes I think people, have a hard time even identifying it because it's so normalized.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, especially like, I mean, you know, I was going to say, especially living in a city, but I mean, yeah, especially living in a city because just the, the natural conditions of your day-to-day life and commuting and all of that it's like, it's, it's not easy. Like you can't just drive to a grocery store and whatever, but like, honestly, and we say that all the time, but if I had like three kids and I was trying to get them from here to there and figure out how to feed them and like how to pay for their activities and all of this stuff, like that's clearly just as stressful. There's no like hierarchy of stress depending on where you live. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's just so normalized and it's like, it's, there's virtue placed on stress almost in the same way that there is on dieting. And the same way that there is on exercise for diet, like for weight loss, like, yeah, it's almost like you're more virtuous, the more stressed out you are. And like, oh, you're, she's a hard worker, that one, you know what I mean? Like, she's good. She's always, she doesn't ever set boundaries and she will reply at all hours of the night. That's a good employee. You know what I mean? Like that. Or like, yeah. that's a good mom. She never takes time for herself. She gives it all for her kids, and she's constantly driving them everywhere, and never thinks about herself. She's a great mom. Like, it's just yeah, the way that it's that it's phrased in our society, like it, it promotes us living a stressful lifestyle. Um, but yeah, to, to go back to answer your question, uh, personally for me, I think I hit a wall. Like, I don't. I don't, I'm like, okay, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. And then my body breaks down, which I think like before the pandemic, this would happen a lot. I would be like, oh, I'm sick. Wait, why am I sick? Oh, because I haven't been sleeping this week. And I like went out to get drinks on fumes and like, you know, and maybe I worked out when I was too tired and I probably shouldn't have done that, you know, um, But yeah, like it's like I don't stop until my body is shut down so much that it makes me stop, I guess. Uh, It is so wrong and unhealthy, but I think also how a lot of people do it. And I also think that people still push through when their bodies shut down. We were just talking about this before because I have had like you know, long lasting symptoms of COVID and I get kind of like fevers every once in a while. And anyone who has like, I mean, I feel weird saying chronic illness because I don't have chronic illness in the way that you think in terms of like, you know, I don't know, like lupus or like cancer or something like that, where it's chronic, but. Um, but you but have been getting
1: fevers. I mean, I've
0: been getting fevers. Chronically. For, <laughs> chronically for like a year. So yeah, even that, it's like, it's like, well, no, 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 no You're I'm not, minimizing. I'm not, yeah. Like that,
1: like, I'm not, you know, uh, yeah. Like What did your, what did, what did the doctor ask you? This is also something you said before. And I think this is important to say
0: this. So this was really when
1: I realized like, holy shit, I need to take a break
0: because the doctor. Yeah. I went to the doctor because they're trying to figure out what's going on. Like, why do you have these fevers? Which is all TMI, but whatever. If you're like in a situation where you are, you know, unwell and trying to figure it out and just kind of have this like generic autoimmune situation and you don't really know what's going on. um, The doctor was like, oh my gosh, you've had these fevers. I mean, how much time have you had to take off work? And I was like, well, I mean, I haven't really, (laughs) like, like I've, you know, taken a day here and there when I've gotten to the point that I physically just couldn't, but I 100% have worked through most of the fevers that I've had because I was like, well, and especially at the start of COVID, there was no like COVID pay or anything. It was just kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, we're at home. So you're just kind of, you know, just keep working. (laughs) that. Yeah, I just worked through it and I can't believe that a doctor was like, "Oh, you should have been off this whole time." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're right." Yeah. But it, it takes someone else telling you like, "Hey, this isn't right for you to, you know, take take action on it." Sometimes I think,
1: I know. I wish we should start this Hashtag or movement or phrase or whatever, because like you know how there's a lot of wellness diets that are like food is medicine, you know, mm. blank is medicine, and like I think I'm starting to think that rest is medicine. Mm. I think it's nice to
0: say stress is illness. Ah!
1: <laughs> I think both are true. Yeah, I mean it is. It does release a hormone that if we have too much of it in our bodies, it's toxic cortisol. I looked Mm -hmm. it up. Cortisol.
0: Ironically, if you are someone who is, I, I remember this so clearly. And I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I was like doing, I was doing weight watchers. I was like, this is it. I'm going to throw myself in. It's before we started doing our podcast, I think. And I was like, I'm going to go on weight watchers and finally succeed. And I was doing, doing that, uh, freaking Weight Watchers. And I was always stressed out about going over my points or like, Oh, I have a party this weekend. So I guess I should only eat lettuce until then. And like, then I may have to make sure that I work out this many times. And like, you know, kind of had that kind of stress. And after I stopped doing that and kind of was like, you know what, I'm just going to like, let it, let it be what it will be and work out when I feel like it. I had like a, a month or two period of that. And I literally, I, I like, like weight kind of fell off of my body because um, yes, cortisol makes you hold. And like, it was my stomach specifically, like my stomach was like less bloated and, you know, didn't hold on to weight in the same way because cortisol makes you hold on to fat in your belly. Like it produces something that, which like, who cares? I mean, have as much fat in your belly as you want, but (laughs) this is just to say that if you are like trying a crazy diet, like, you know, to get rid of fat in your belly, like you could, probably be causing yourself to keep more fat in your belly. So it's just, it doesn't really make sense. And you're upsetting your mental health, you know, like, although some people like structure in terms of, you know, like meal planning or whatever, and knowing what's going to come. And I get that, but it's the restriction and the worry over the restriction and what happens after the restriction that can cause a lot of stress.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about stress, right? Like everyone listening to this will probably identify a slightly different thing that really, really stresses them out. Right. And we all have these commonalities. Many of us get stressed out by work. Many of us get stressed out by our our freaking diets. You get stressed out by your exercise plan and, you know, stress is a, it. It starts with how we process things, right? It's a brain-based reaction, but it's a brain-based reaction that does affect the whole body. Coco was sick for like a week. We all have kennel coughs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all have it. I think that's so
1: interesting to talk about, yeah, how like the stress of maintaining like that Weight Watchers, you know, goal. Cause I can so relate to that. I remember that so clearly like, oh, party this weekend, got to spend half an hour planning out my week until then.
0: Right. Like vodka zero points. So I guess I'll just be chugging vodka all night, you know? Oh. Like, yeah. Just like all of, yeah. All of that in terms of, wrapping that up in your worth. It's just, it's so much. I do feel so much better when, like, I feel like in terms of stress, when it comes to that, like that is an easy stress you can take off your plate. It's like the stress of restriction, uh, because you can still meet like health and nutritional goals by thinking about adding stuff in. Like, I don't feel stressed out about like, oh, I really want to make sure that I get like two handfuls of veggies each day. Like that doesn't feel stressful to me. It's like, Oh, this is something that will make me feel good because oftentimes like restriction like that, it does not make you feel good eating a hundred calorie pack of Cheetos. And that's it for, you know, six hours is not that that doesn't feel good. You know? Um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, there is something to be said, like, which is, you know, again, fairly privileged of like shed things that don't serve you in terms of handling stress. Like even little things. Like if you're on Instagram and like, you always follow this account and just looking at this person makes you feel bad about yourself. I don't know, maybe mute it. Like if you get like a twinge in your stomach when you read something or you feel worse about yourself, like, I don't know, maybe don't do that. (laughs) Like, I think that's why people take those breaks from social media so often because they're like, that is a way to reduce your stress. You're not, it's one more thing that you're not having to think about. You don't, I mean, unless it's your job, or it's, it's your career. You don't have to be doing that, you know? Um, Although I mean, and on the converse side, like people, people find comfort there. So like, clearly it's all, it's all individual, but it's like, if you have anything like that, where you're like, doing this thing that is not necessary to to my survival makes me have stress. Then like, I don't know, maybe what if you didn't do
1: it? Yes. Yeah. Like, I think that's such a great Way of looking at it, right? This goes back to the question of, like, what do you do when you're so, when you're so fucking stressed out, right? I think really, really thinking of it as like rest as medicine, right? Oh, my and gosh, saying single. no, and hi, saying I know, hi Diego, yeah, saying no, right? So. This is where, you know, like a recognition of power and privilege comes into play because there might be some areas of your life where you have more of an ability to say no. If you have that privilege and what's stopping you from using it is some internalized stuff, like what you were talking about earlier, Meggo, like I'm only worthy if I'm stressed out, you know, I need to be stressed out for people to know I'm good at my job who am I
0: if I'm not stressed out there
1: is this girl um
0: Chrissy Shackelford who does this character your busy friend Kate it's like this comedy character and it's so funny it's the person who's obsessed with being busy and obsessed with being stressed out and like talking about it And I feel like I totally fall in, like, I feel like who hasn't fallen into that trap at some point, you know, like, yeah. Oh, this is my identity. So I have to make sure that I'm doing everything and yep. I'm making like, I'm making the perfect cupcakes for the kids, blah, blah, blah. And I'm making their Halloween costumes. And I'm also doing this and I'm also going to look perfect. And I'm also getting Botox and I'm also doing, you know, like, it's like, that is your identity. And that's because it, because it's so, it's deemed so virtuous. I think that's why people kind of create, yeah, like I've done it. Uh, yeah. create that identity yeah
1: so if if that's part of it, right? like then that's that's a good cue to if it's like, oh, it's part of my identity, that's where I need to do the work, then that's you know that's a good thing to work on in therapy if you can, I know, right? like add one more thing to your plate, yeah, right, but you know, like figure out, do the work that you need to do to you know put to be okay with setting boundaries and limits. If you can't, right. Like if it's like, Hey, you know what? Like I'm not, I have to work full time. Right. I have to do all this stuff again, like really recognizing that stress is, is just as toxic as how we've been talking about fast food and diet culture for the past 20 years. Right. So if that's true, if you can be like, you know what, like stress really is toxic. I need to think of rest as medicine. Then it's that thing like practicing how to say no to the things you might really want to do. And that sucks, right? It does suck, but it, I think it can be really, really beneficial for your health in the long run and get connected with community, with people who recognize like, hey, we're sick of this stress culture. We're sick of this like culture that's like only, you know, attaching your worth to your busyness. You know, that's the only way. PU get it out of here PU PU <laughs> and and then you know find just like you know since we are the movement workout podcast and like fitness podcast i honestly think a huge stress reliever is finding like joyful and relaxing movement so like In diet culture, I feel like people will often say like, oh, just, you know, do five minutes here or there. But the problem with that is like five minutes here or there, like is not going to show results or like you're going to lose weight. So when you're in a diet culture loop and weight loss is how you see your success or failure, you're like, why would I even do five minutes? It really isn't going to help me lose weight, blah, 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 blah. But it shifts the reason why you're doing it, right? Right will five will a 5 minute walk or a 10 minute walk alleviate your stress maybe probably right there's a lot of evidence that like just getting outside and looking at a goddamn tree will lower your stress level so you know or 5 minutes of exercise like moving your adrenaline in that way so if you're able to shift the focus and like i'm not doing this for weight loss I'm doing this for my freaking stress level. And so it's okay if I don't lose weight or if I'm not toned or like whatever the hell, you know, my goal used to be, cause I used to have all of those goals. And when I didn't reach them, I was stressed out and I would give up on the exercise. But when you connect that movement to just really relaxing and it could be, and it could be like stretching, right? Like you could do chair yoga to start. You could walk around the block, right? You can take a leisurely ride on your bike. You can start super, super slow. And I think when you're able to divorce that from diet culture, it, it shifts how you feel about it because, Oh, I feel a little more relaxed at the end of this walk. Great success done. Right. Right. It's not all or nothing.
0: Which is definitely what, yeah, like diet culture and that whole vibe wants you to feel all
1: or nothing because
0: they want your worth wrapped up in it because they'll get more money that way. Yeah.
1: And I know, I know in the future we're actually gonna have an episode where we focus on like how to start up again if you stopped and like if you're feeling frustrated. Um, so we are gonna be like going more into that, but I think just just planting the seed in this episode, right? Like finding ways to shift the the mindset.
0: Yeah. And keeping like I also feel like something that is helpful for me is like just noticing, like, oh, I did this walk and I do feel less stressed, or like, oh, I did this and I and like how do I feel after like just being mindful about it, which is again hard when you're already like crazy. But something that I do that I don't know, like all if I have like so much energy at the end of the day, or if I have a lot of energy, just like really balls up and like my chest feels really tight, is I'll just like do like 10 push-ups as fast as I possibly can, just to kind of like ah! <laughs> I just like get like energy out of my body so that like I'm just too tired after to really like, I don't know, almost like exhaust myself into relaxing, if that makes sense. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I don't do that to like keep up my arm strength. Cause I'm doing it like when I'm feeling crazy, but like, yeah, just, I don't know, basic things like that, that we were all taught in school, like stand up and stretch, walk around like that. We've just kind of been like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I need to lose 500 pounds and, and like burn a million calories. So I'm not going to do that shit. Like not wasting my time. I'm Tim Robbins who's the guy that's like the four? Is that Tim Robin or no, Tim Robinson for our body.
1: Oh gosh. No, I don't know. Maximize your
0: day. Maximize your work life. Like I'm i I'm a millionaire now because I did this and I only ate egg whites. (laughs) Like, (laughs)
1: like,
0: no, we don't need you. We don't need that. That's the content I don't want, honey. No,
1: no, I know. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I hope that there was like something helpful and relatable in this episode for all of you guys listening. This is a stressful freaking time Mm -hmm. when you're feeling stressed out, you know, my sincere hope is really recognize. Yeah. There are things that we can do, but so often stress is stuff that's outside of us. You know, don't blame yourself for things that are not your fault. Um, stress is toxic. Rest is medicine.
0: Yeah.
1: hashtag Rest is medicine.
0: hashtag Rest is medicine. Also, also something that I think it helps me to hear. Like, I, it helps me personally when I hear. Of, I mean, not that I don't. I don't want other people to feel stressed out, but it helps me to hear that other people are struggling with a similar thing as me. So hopefully, that makes you feel a little bit better. And also, like that, there's not really a hierarchy of that stress, like you yeah we can all be stressed and that can make you feel a little bit more at ease that other people also feel this way it doesn't have to be like oh but she's got this 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 and this going on I can't feel stressed out you know like it doesn't have to be like that it can just be we're all feeling away because that is what it is and this is the time and it's okay to feel that way and other people feel that way too so sometimes that does make you feel more or less alone I guess
1: Absolutely. More
0: less alone.
1: More <laughs> less alone. Connect.
0: Less alone. Hashtag rest is medicine.
1: Yes. <laughs> more less alone. Hashtag more or less alone. Hashtag, Hashtag
0: kennel cough. Hashtag human kennel cough. Don't get kennel cough, bitch. That's what we're here telling. Don't get
1: kennel cough. Don't get kennel cough, bitches. Well, on that note our our
0: lovely listeners thank you so much for listening and until next time don't forget to keep working it out yeah